celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Alan Cable with your vexing dog issues. Dog father, Joey Villani. And animal communicator, Joy Turner. Turner? All here at your beck and call today. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. The season of stars continues with Joanne Worley today. Also, what is this, Judy? Lee Day Pet Entertainer. What the hell is that? She entertains pets. She entertains pets. That's, she's a pet entertainer. Okay, She'll sure. sing to them, dance to them, just I'll spend bite. time with them, take them out on a date, whatever. She entertains you know. Them. It says she's from New Jersey. Jersey? And I thought I knew everybody in Jersey. Um, in Jersey, <laughs> that had to do with dogs, and I don't know. I read her bio, and a few places we we stomped some on some of the same grounds, and I don't know who she is. So let me get this straight: you're already thinking that maybe the guest is, uh, I don't know, not on the up and up. Is that what you're saying, Joey Bologna? It's possible. It's possible. I mean, one of the places she mentions in her bio is a place that I frequent regularly um, where they, it's it's a theater. It's the Premier Theater in New Jersey. No, yeah, Kitty and Go-Go. Okay. Go. I, maybe cheese. I've seen her there. Maybe I threw money at her. I don't know. Um, the to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yes, there you go. What do we do? What is the process for vetting guests, Judy? Do we vet anybody? No. No? Are we supposed to? <laughs> just, if they want to just come on the show, we just... I take them for their word. Hey. <laughs> you know, they have a website, and then, hey, You guys thought I was someone until, <laughs> until I got on the show, and he said, what is this? look at this guy. <laughs> okay, well, uh, okay, then we have Joanne Worley on the show today. She has a career that's... Uh, what was the last thing she did? I don't know. Laugh Maybe I should vet her. Hollywood Square? Yeah, better She's make a, sure it's the real jo- Joanne yeah. Worley. Yeah, she was. She was Hollywood Squares too. I, I think don't she did that. Uh, did that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure they all did. Hmm. Well, I'm going to stick around for the show. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, I have a fear. I, you know, I don't know if I've told you guys about this or not, but mm. I am really afraid of birds. I guess it was because when <laughs> I was very young, I got to watch the birds that movie, and I'm telling you, it just shows you don't let your kids watch weird stuff. I mean, my parents, I don't know what they were thinking. I had older sisters, and they, they used to like to torture me. And so I did watch that movie, The Birds, and I still have a fear of birds. And there was this kid that was riding a roller coaster, and a bird smacked right into his face. Oh, ow. Oh. Tell you I would be <laughs> therapy forever. Okay, therapy forever. I'd have one on call daily, I think. Anyway, I'll tell you the story coming up on Animal Radio News. Um, I, yeah. I have a good bird, scared bird story. Oh, you do? When I was single. Now, I had my bird forever, okay? I had it longer than my wife through a lot of relationships. And I remember I had this I had this um, studio apartment that was on the third floor in this house. It was beautiful. It was a, um attic apartment. Um, real, real cool place. Anyway, so I met this girl, and she was as hot as hot can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on back to the house, and the bird was in the other room. She tells me she's scared of the bird, but she'd like to see the bird. Okay, no problems. Are you sure you want to see the bird? No, I, I, want, I want to get over my fear. Well, I took the bird out of the cage. I brought it out into the living room. She screamed so loud, the bird flew out the window. Oh, flew out the window oh. into the tree. So now I got a problem here because, I mean, McGurney, I never cut her wing. She never went anywhere. She don't even know she can fly. I think that she scared the crap out of her that the bird figured out she could fly, flew out the window. So now I got a problem, and I got to go out 
the window, because the roof of the house was it's there, and it's pitched, and I'm trying to get the burden. I'm leaning over, oh and I'm God. looking down, saying, well, if I fall, it's only about 45 feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, I ended up I ended up having to get the broom and knock the bird out of the out of the tree with the broom because she wouldn't get on and she flew down into the bushes down below and I ended up getting her and bringing her in the house because she was fine but um that was the last that time that I brought the bird out when someone says they're afraid yeah and I bet that was there was no further dates after that yeah um, yes. no there actually was there actually was yeah, but the bird hot. had nothing to do with it. yeah she was hot she was hot so <laughs> you know that's ah, okay you know as mad as I was it the, the bird could have a broken beak and a wing. You know, missing, and nah, don't worry. I'll just take it to the vet. Yeah, if a lady asks to see your bird, I don't think that's what she's talking about. Let's uh, go to the phones. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, and you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. <laughs> Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever it is. Al Abrams with you, Judy Francis, screening your calls at 1-866-405-8405 for animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, or Dr. Debbie. This is your first week. Well, welcome. Let's see. Big show today. Joanne Worley joins us for the season of stars. And she was uh, she was on Laugh-In, and then I think she did some Hollywood Squares. Big friend of Fred Willard. I know that for sure. They used to hang out. We're yeah, not supposed to mention Fred's name together. anymore? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? What, what's, what's wrong with Fred? Oh, you haven't heard? No. Mm, okay. Oh, he's doing better now. Is he doing better? Yeah. yeah Good. Okay, I think. Uh, is it something that we did on Animal Radio here? Oh, no, 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 no. No. Okay. I don't know why you guys making it sound here, you know. That's, 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 that's maybe, you know. We, no, we this is a family show. Bad advice and his dog bit him or something. I no, don't know. it's a family show, so we don't want to mention what he was arrested for. Like that's for. ever really stopped us for. Oh. Yeah. He went Pee Wee Herman is what he did. Okay, let's, uh, oh, Stacey, what, uh, what's going on in your world? Well, there was a lot of controversy in the Olympics this year about cheating. And there was that one swimmer from China that they said, that she had to be dope to be able to go that fast and the badminton teams controversy everywhere all over the place do you know some of the ancient athletes what they ate when i tell you what they ate raw mm, you just may choke a little bit it's uh it's quite interesting and it's not a raw egg it's a raw body part from an animal i'll tell you coming up on Animal Radio News. That's right. Animal Radio, the lowest common denominator. one 405 It's very <laughs> testosterone-driven today. Uh, Joey Villani, what are you working on today? What are we going to hear from you? We're going to talk about how to vibrate your color. Vibrate. Vibrate your Listen, color. Huh? You, you, you guys you guys got me, you know, it's the whole train of thought today in the, in the studio. We're going to t- teach people how to get their dog's color very vibrant, okay? Not vibrate your color. Get your color Oh, God, I can't speak today, Hal. I'm sorry. I'm having problems with the mic, the headset's falling off, my glasses. It's one of those days. You know, that's the first time I've ever actually uh, seen you in glasses. Are those brand new? I had a problem with contacts. No, I had a contact problem when I did that. um, I did an event in Canada a couple of weeks ago on... I almost went blind, literally, and um, oh. it was since then I can't put my contacts in. But I haven't gone to the eye doctor yet, so maybe maybe I should do that. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, should we answer some calls? Yes, what please. What do you see? Somebody save us. Let's see. Uh, one for Doctor Debbie. We have Andrew on the phone. Hi, Andrew. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Splendid. Where are you calling from today? 
Uh, well, I'm in Utah now. Truck driver? Yes, I am. What are you hauling? That's a new question I'm asking. Cause, uh, <laughs> well, you be nosy here, Hal. <laughs> What's going on in your world? Oh, uh, not much. I got a question. Uh, I've got an Australian cattle dog puppy. She's a, a year and three months. Okay. My dad was saying he noticed that she looks like she might be partially blind. Uh, okay. I left, left her at home for a month, and she would be walking with him, stop, and uh, he'd go down to the end of the hall and turn around, and she'd be sitting there sniffing around like she's tracking but I've really never noticed anything other than at night with her. Uh, what are you noticing at night? What's she doing? Uh, well, like my buddy, you know, Chris walks up, and he's still in the dark, and she'll see him, and she'll get a defensive posture going, and then as soon as he hits the light close enough, she'll go into happy mode and go run over and get attention. All right. So, yeah, so I guess the first thing is we need to assess and, and figure out if, you're, if your baby is having visual problems. And when you say the breed, of, I guess the first thing that jumps out in a herding breed, some of the cattle dogs, the collies, um, there are some types of congenital problems that they can be born with that affects the retina, the back part of the eye. And there's kind of this whole complex of different problems. And some pets will have different degrees of vision problems. Some are completely blind. Some have one eye that has a problem and, and so on. So um, I think the first thing we need to do is figure out if we do, in fact, have a visual problem. And some things at home, uh, some of these tests are kind of crude in the sense that, um, you know, we basically test how the dog responds to things moving, whether it be in light or in darkness. Um, so one of the first things I'd have you do is um, kind of uh, sit with her, uh, turn the lights on, and um, have a cotton ball nearby and basically throw the cotton ball in front of her her line of vision and see if she tracks that. Um, we want to use something very lightweight like a cotton ball because it doesn't really send off any kind of air currents when you throw it by. If you use something bigger um, or you wave your hand, you might send off these air currents. So test that in light and in darkness and see how she responds. Um, that would be one thing. The other would be to actually put her through a maze test um, in light and in darkness. So you put her on a leash, keep her really tight to your side, and uh, set up some little barriers. And you basically, as horrible as it sounds, you want to guide her towards those things in her midst and see if she can maneuver around them and if she can see them and avoid them, then it's kind of a crude test of vision there. Um, but for most doggies in this category, especially since you're young, I would recommend uh, to see a veterinarian because we would need to do a good uh, exam of the retina, the back part of the eye. Um, for some dogs, um, you know, vision loss is just something that they have. Um, but for some of these dogs, they can have some blood vessel problems resulting from this. And they can later go on to detach the retina or have more complications, some worsening of the vision. So it would be something to well worth get her uh, evaluated um, just to have those eyes checked out a little bit further. Okay. Now, there, there is one thing that I have noticed with looking directly into her eyes is on certain spots that... Uh, got almost like a, looks almost like a, a luminescent clear spot. Do you think that mm, okay. anything? I mean, it could be. Uh, and the big thing is also is looking at the size and the shape of your pupils. Um, if in bright light, the normal dog eye response, bright light, would be that the pupils should get small. Um, if her eyes remain dilated, so you can see a lot of that pupil, that may mean that we have some um, issues going on there. Or if you see an uneven size of those pupils between one eye and the other eye. That would also be a symptom that, um, you know, we've got something going on. Um, but I think from what you're describing, um, if I'm not correct, I mean, I think it sounds like we we're fairly certain she's got some vision issues, so I, I would move forward with, you know, getting her checked out a bit further. Okay, 
Okay, yeah, then I'll have, I'll do that when I go get her updated on her uh, rabies and stuff. And you know, if, if she's a little visually, you know, challenged, um, most of these doggies can live wonderful lives, and um, it, they kind of adapt with all their other uh, with their other senses, especially the nose. The nose helps so much with these guys um, in getting around and maneuvering. So, so not a yeah. horrible thing for her to have to deal with. Okay. Thanks for the call, Andrew. one 405 8405 That's toll-free to the Dream Team. Animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, or veterinarian Dr. Debbie. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pet Stay, a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay includes the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and a specialty room service menu. For more details, log on to Caesars.com slash Vegas Tonight, you're heading out there tonight, you can check out Frank, Frank Marino's Divas. Who are they? Well, he's got a, like a whole menagerie of uh, lookalikes, I guess, like Britney Spears, Cher, Diana Ross, Beyonce, Madonna, Dolly Parton. They're female impersonators. <laughs> are it's they a great female? show. Are they guys, female impersonators? I guess. Huh. That's that's Marino's forte. That's what he does. Oh. Have you seen it, Dr. Debbie? I've seen it years ago when it was under a different show. So if it's, this is the same show, it's really amazing stuff. How oh, fun. How come women never impersonate men? You never see that. You never see the ma- the, the women impersonating men show. Because <laughs> we can't act that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I know my, my girlfriend, every once in a while, she'll put on a man's shirt. You know, one of those button-down shirts, and she looks hot. But whenever I try that's to put hot. on a tube top, no way. Right out the door. Uh, and, and, and how often do you do that? I mean, how, Check out Frank Marino at the Imperial Theater at the Imperial Palace tonight. Bring your dog. Not to the show, but uh, bring him to the hotel. Thanks, Pet Steak. Yeah, Hal, I've seen you in a bikini. Not pretty. Where, where was this? Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Cat owners, listen up. We love our cats. They're so adorable. But we certainly can't say the same for their litter boxes. Wouldn't it be great if you had an attractive litter box with a stylish hood and designs like black patent, leopard print, polka dot? Well, now you can. Kitty A Go-Go is perfect for smaller homes or apartments where the litter box is usually an eyesore. Not only does Kitty A Go-Go look great, it adds a stylish decor element with personality. Your choice of six decorative hoods and colorful patterns will look great in any room. Seeing is believing. 
And since you can't see them on the radio, check out all the designs at kittyagogo.com. And that's not all. Kitty Agogo has a patented sifter rake, so there's no digging for treasures. In one single scoop of the rake, your cat's business is ready to dump right into the trash, making the task of cleaning up after your kitty a breeze. Made of the highest quality, durable, and stain-resistant plastic, both you and your cat will love this new concept in litter boxes. Kitty Agogo. You have to see it to believe it. Learn more at kittyagogo.com. You can also catch us at your voice at animalradio.com. Send us your questions or on Facebook. You can email your questions or Facebook us at Animal Radio or even tweet us at Animal Radio. And don't forget the Animal Radio app. If there's not a radio station where you are or XM Satellite Radio, the Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. And let's uh, take a call for, what do you say, Alan? Uh, let's do it. Uh, which one? Four? I'm game, man. Are you game? Let's I'm game. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Line three. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Oh, splitting atoms. Where are you calling from today? <laughs> uh, calling from New Mexico. What's going on with you? Well, I drive a truck, and, you know, I see all these truck drivers out here with dogs on the road with them, and I was wanting to get your guys's maybe possibly better educated opinions about what you guys think about that. Is it good for the dog to be in the truck and on the road? Is it not? And if it is, what's the best breed you guys think for the truck? That's a good question, Mike. Hey, Mike, do you, why do you want a dog? Is it because you're a dog lover or because you see all the other guys doing it and you want to do it too? No, no. I've, I've, I've grown up around dogs all my life. I love them. You know, my mom, she owns a grooming shop in New Mexico, has for 15 years. You know, just been raised around dogs all my life, and just you know, I'm out here on my own, and just be kind of cool to have a have a buddy with me, I guess. Absolutely. Now, do you want a puppy, or do you want to get a dog that's already an adult? Well, again, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I've always, you know, my family when we've gotten a dog, it's always been from a puppy. That way, they grow up, and you train them, and they're they're with you. And I'm just that's just kind of how we've always done it. So, I mean, a puppy'd be great, but I guess it'd be really hard to. I mean, at the very least, hard to housebreak them going down the road. You can't properly do that, I would think, driving all the time. Actually, you can as long as you got the time. I mean, the, the best part about having a dog with you when you're in the truck is, you know, dogs are pack animals. You're the pack leader, and the dog always gets to be with the pack leader, which is awesome for the dog. And I'm, spi- I'm surprised more truckers don't have dogs. That's that's exciting for a dog, and it's exciting for you, too. And, and the only thing you have to worry about is that with a puppy, you got to stop every two, three hours to let a puppy go to the bathroom because they have to go frequently. But, but once the dog grows up, you don't have to do that. Now, if you can pull over every two, three hours and take the dog for a, a potty break it's going to be real easy to, to potty train that dog very simple he'll never have a chance to need to go without you already addressing the issue so he will get trained very quickly to understand that you're going to stop every couple hours and let him go to the bathroom as far as uh, a calm dog a dog that can sit still for a long period of time you know gr- believe it or not greyhounds are awesome dogs they're very cool and mellow they don't need a lot of exercise basset hounds are like that but if you want a dog that's like a lab or you 
want a bigger dog or any dog, you, the trick is to observe the puppies. If you can find somebody who's got a litter of puppies and just watch them, you're going to see which ones are rambunctious and goofy and crazy and energetic. And there's always a couple that like to lay around a lot. And believe it or not, when they get older, that pretty much transfers. They, uh, they don't change. If a, if a dog is mellow as a puppy, he's going to be mellow as an adult. And if he's a crazy lunatic, I want to play lots of energy dog, when he gets bigger, he's going to be the same up until he's about four or five years old. And then he'll start to mellow out a little bit. So it's all in the observation of you finding puppies and watching them for a couple of hours. And you'll be able to see which ones are mellowed out. Well, I, I had an old English bulldog on the truck with me years and years ago. And I just, you know, I, I let her go because it didn't, I, I wasn't really sure if, you know, she was happy or not. But I will say as far as mellow and relaxed, that was the dog to have because she didn't want to do much other than just lay around on the bed or in the seat or on the floor or, why weren't you sure she was happy? She was probably ecstatically happy just being around you, buddy. Well, I was a lot younger at the time, too, and I probably had oh. no business back then having a dog with me. I didn't have the time or the maturity for it, but, you know, I'm 32 years old now. That was probably almost 10 years ago, and I'm just feeling well, like about... a little bit and think I could handle it better. Yeah, you have more wisdom and you're calmer. But think about this. Before you go, a lot of people buy dogs. They go to work all day. The dog is left alone nine, ten hours a day locked up in an apartment. Which is fairer? You having the dog in your cab, making stops every now and then, playing with the dog. You know, you got to play with your dog at least a half hour a day. But the dog is going to be with you, around people, seeing all kinds of different things, experiencing different smells. But most of all, you're together as a pack, and that's what dogs crave. If a dog had his way... You would never leave. They live in families and sure. packs, and the packs are always together. Sure. Now, one quick question before I let you go. Um, your best advice. Now, one thing, I mean, I have grown up around my folks who've had dogs all their lives, but as far as the track goes, maybe it's a little different. What is your best suggestion on, <clears throat> say the dog does have an accident? I mean, I know some people use newspapers. Some people rub the dog's face in it. I think that's inhumane as all get out because... I wouldn't want my face rubbed in anything like that, but <clears throat> do you have a suggestion or a recommendation as to how to handle an accident or... Yes. If, if the accident is happening right in front of your eyes, you make a quick correction. And a correction is just a strong word like, no, and, and give the dog a little poke. Or if the dog is a puppy, say, no. And, and if you can, if you're pulled over, pick the dog up and put him outside immediately. But the trick sure. is if the dog, if a dog has gone and had an accident, if more than 30 seconds goes by, forget about it. Just clean it up, make believe it never happened because the dog okay. doesn't even remember that he or she did it. And and the other thing is to praise your dog. Whenever your dog goes to the bathroom outside, say, good dog, good dog. And when you catch your dog sure. going to the bathroom inside, you go, bad dog, no, no. And they learn real gotcha. quick. But but your dog's not going to have an accident except if it's a puppy and maybe at night if you're sleeping, uh, if you sure. forget. But but when a dog is a puppy, if you take the dog out every three, four hours, by the time the dog is five, six, seven months old, that dog is going to be potty trained. You're not going to have to worry about accidents. And the other thing to remember is if your dog is house trained and your dog does have an accident or starts having accidents, take your dog to the vet immediately. Make sure there's not a medical problem because that that happens sometimes remember they can't right, well, talk so well terrific thank you so much for uh taking my call and that was incredible advice and you're based awesome on what you guys said i think i'll go ahead and look into i can make hey, mike, i think buddy. you should do it yeah hey mike what are you hauling before you go what are you hauling oh we haul everything right now i've got beef 
and I'm headed to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and we haul furniture and alcohol, beer, and just whatever fits in my trailer. Hey, if you come out this way, can we load my mother-in-law into your truck in the middle of the night? That sure would help me out a little. <laughs> anything, buddy, anything. Thanks for your call, Mike. We appreciate All right, it. Hi, man. Thank you. one 405 8405 I don't know. I think most truckers have dogs. It seems like a lot of them do. I mean, we hear from them all morning long. I don't, and if you don't, you know, why not? I mean, you're on the road all day long. Little company. They get to get out and see the world. one 405 8405 Hey, it's Vinny Penn coming at you again with another thrilling installment of The Party Animal on Animal Radio. There's uh, something I've been noticing at my house for the last two years in a row, last two summer into the falls in a row, that I find bizarre. I can't even believe it's taken me this long to put it out there on the Animal Radio airwaves. When I when I sit out by my pool on the weekends or even during the day, and I'm not exaggerating in the slightest when I say this, There is a squirrel that I like to call clockwork squirrel, not like a clockwork orange in that, uh, you know, he's murdering anybody. But at the same time every day, you you could set your clock by this squirrel at 105 every day. He comes from one side of the yard on the fence all the way down the fence jumps from one fence to the other fence and comes all the way around the other same time every day two summers in a row my sister was just over at this happened i heard her on the phone saying to someone on her cell phone out in my backyard ah oh, it's a it's a, just a couple of minutes of one right now i'm gonna lay out in the sun for a couple minutes more and then i'll be by and I said to her, Lord, watch this. In about five minutes, watch your clock. At about 1.05, this squirrel is going to... She thought I had, like, trained it or that there was some huge rude... You know, I don't know what she could have... She's like, how did you know that? How could you know that this squirrel was going to come around? Same time every day, 1.05, two summers in a row, this squirrel comes down one side of the fence, hops to the other fence, and goes here. I say he's visiting a lady friend. I say... He's got his nuts in mind, and he's he's visiting a lady friend. No one else seems to have a reasoning as to, are they that patterned a creature? Is he working? I mean, did Disney have it right? Are these animals doing a little bit of work, punching a clock, whistling while they work? And, and I don't know what it is, but I can set my clock by the clockwork squirrel. I should actually tail him. One time and take a look and see. As a matter of fact, one time I did look to see, and he just disappeared off into the other yard. There's got to be a possum. He's got something going on with. I think he's got a little something happening with a possum. And if I look around, I bet you there's a squirrel somewhere. Half squirrel, half possum. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hey, honey. Hi, Dad. What's your drawing? It's our house. That's you. Oh. Me. Uh-huh. Mom and Josh. Wow. Playing ball. You are becoming quite the artist. When you're a kid, you don't know that home ownership builds communities. 
that owning a home contributes to higher self-esteem and better test scores. You just know that home is where you play, grow, and learn. The National Association of Realtors wants you to know that home ownership matters to our families, our neighborhoods, and our country. Learn more at HouseLogic.com slash homeownership. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Today's Gold Bond Rescue Mission, itching for a birdie. I'm on the 10th green with Sam. Hey. And right now, he's sweating a tricky downhill putt from nine feet out. That's tricky because I'm all sticky and itchy. That's why I'm giving Sam the powder with the power. Gold Bond Body Powder. The encapsulated menthol protects skin, absorbs moisture, and relieves itching. Now if I miss, it's all on me. Relax. Gold Bond keeps you cool under pressure. Thanks, Jimmy. Thank Gold Bond. This stuff works. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. There's a father who's in China, and he's going to pretty great lengths, or more accurately, great heights, to make sure that his baby has plenty of fresh milk. Orange News reports that Wang Zing and his wife have converted the roof of their house, ready for this, into a sheep farm, so they can help provide a never-ending supply of the beverage. He explains that his daughter was born shortly after a scandal broke out in China over poison baby milk formula. He says they didn't know if they could trust something that they bought at the store, so they decided to take matters into their own hands. They could have taken in, into their own breast. I mean, the, the mother could have breastfed, but he bought two ewes anyway. <laughs> Two ewes for about 470 bucks, and then later added a ram to complete the flock, which is still living happily four stories above the ground. I can imagine what it smells like in their house. Police in England are breaking out the big tools. They're trying to find this missing snake. The Sun reports authorities in Plymouth are using a helicopter that's equipped with thermal imaging cameras so they can help locate this four-foot boa constrictor. The reptile was spotted on a busy street last week. Three locals were actually able to trap him in a trash can. However, though, the little animal proved too powerful for them, and uh, he broke free again, leading police to take to the air. They've uh, yet to find this non-venomous snake, and officials are warning residents not to try to take care of the runaway themselves. Well, forget about anabolic steroids and easy-to-swallow tablets or EPO and clean syringes. Ancient Olympic dopers got their pregame hormone boost from chewing on, ready for this? Oh, wait till you hear this. From chewing on raw animal testicles. They didn't even cook them. They just ate them raw. The problem of some Olympic competitors taking potions, medicines, and supplements to boost performance is as old as the games themselves. 
Even athletes of the 19th century thought nothing of fortifying themselves with cocoa leaves, cocaine, and alcohol. Thomas Hicks, he won the 1904 Olympic marathon with the help of a raw egg, strychnine, and shots of brandy that were given to him at regular intervals by his attentive coach. Can you imagine? How could he even compete? Experts say what drove people to extremes then is probably similar what drives athletes to dope now. After all, the desire to win by any means must have been strong to induce athletes to eat raw testicles. It was probably also seen as a sign of masculinity. Oh, you guys, you know, you just got to prove your point. The difference now is that drugs are safer. They're a little more subtler and uh, hopefully a little bit more sophisticated. And the perception of cheating has changed. And I don't think the perception of eating raw testicles has, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. Scoop-Free is the litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. Scoop Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. When you're in the mood for the perfect cup of coffee or tea, look to the Bosch Tassimo Home Brewing System with unique barcode technology. Enjoy your homebrew in the peace of your kitchen, virtually silent thanks to Bosch dishwashers. Bosch has the quietest dishwasher line in North America, which is one of the many reasons that Bosch dishwashers are ranked number one and a best value by a leading consumer publication. And because it's a Bosch, you'll know you're getting the best. We've built versatility into everything we design. It's time to step up to Bosch. Visit a Best Buy store near you or go to bestbuy.com slash Bosch for special offers and product information. Bosch, invented for life. Bosch offers the quietest dishwashers in North America and no major brand offers a quieter model at any Bosch price point. June 2012, class defined by similarly priced and designed models of major brands based on a leading consumer publication. June 2012, Tassimo is a registered trademark of Kraft Foods. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. and Animal Radio. Live simply so that others may simply live. Miss Worley? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Joanne Worley joining us. What a cheery little voice. Well, thank you, Hal, and what a cheery little voice you have. Yeah, but first of all, I just want people to know that just because I'm familiar with Rowan and Martin, and that's where I know you from, that I'm still 29 years old. And, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's where I met a lot of people the first time, was on Rowan and Martin's lapping, and I am 
so proud of that. We recently had a kind of reunion back in Connecticut. So uh, we, we see each other quite often, we Californians. Uh-huh. And uh, But it was, there, there were some people there that I hadn't seen for a while, and it was really wonderful fun. I have to admit, I used to watch it on a regular basis, too. <laughs> but we're still uh, 29. Yes, we're all 29 here. Well, let's all scream out our age. <laughs> so we, we spoke to Fred Willard a few weeks back, and he said that he was off to uh, judge the Canine Film Festival with you. How did that go? Yes, in San Francisco, we had a great time doing that. Now, uh, there, you know, I uh, am very involved with Actors and Others for Animals. I'm the vice president, yeah, as you're a the matter VP. of fact. Yeah, the VP, uh, yeah. And I was just on the phone before I called you with our executive director talking about uh, you know, several things that we're, we're trying to do. And, you know, at Christmas time, we, we send people thank yous and wishing them well, people who have been generous to us. And so, you know, we're all writing a bunch of those. But Fred and Mary Willard, Mary Willard, his wife, is now on our board of directors. Wow. Very good. So, now, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about Actors and Others. Well, I'll, actor, it, it, it's kind of a silly name that, uh, or it is silly when people mess it up. They say actors and other animals or <laughs> animals for actors, you know, that thing. But it came about, uh, Doris Day, years ago on the set, saw a need and was collecting money from the other actors on the set and uh, for animals. Uh-huh. And whatever the need was, say it was, you know, a, a litter of puppies or kittens, something that had to be taken care of. And the people who were behind the camera the lighting crew, the, the people who did wardrobe, uh, they all said, I, I want to contribute, I care. So that's how the word and others ah. got into it, actors and others for animals. Uh-huh. So uh, anyway, we uh, mainly uh, address spay and neuter because that is the source, as I know you people know all oh, too yeah. well, of the problem, which is not enough homes, good homes, for all the available pets, and that is, that's why so many of them have to be uh, put down is a very kind word, isn't it? Uh, yes. You know, destroyed. Yeah, put to sleep. Happens. When they say put to sleep, it sounds so gentle. Put to sleep, because I think of an, an angelic scene when I, I think of sleep, but that's not the case. There's yeah, five with million... a lullaby playing in the background and a little nappy blanket and... No, it, it is uh, it, it is so uh, inhumane. Uh, the process, the process, and the need is what's inhumane. So mm-hmm. the, the best way uh, we feel, and obviously most uh, humane groups feel, is get the spay and neuter in control, and then you know do whatever we can in all the other areas where there is need, like humane legislation and education. And, uh, you know, do whatever we can, but our main thrust is spay and neuter. Do you have uh, friends at home? Do you have uh, cats or dogs or fish? Oh, well, I have right now a miniature, obviously, not obviously, but I'm sure you would assume a saved, uh, miniature Yorkshire Terrier who travels everywhere with me. She is, and that is the reason I only have one, is I can get one in cabin with me. It is against all airplane rules to have two. I know she'd love to have a brother or sister, uh-huh. uh, but we go, um, you know, she went with me up to the Canine Film Festival. Uh-huh. We, she went with me back to Connecticut and then to Tennessee, and she is a world-class traveler. She's Does, better she at it than I am. Do you, do you have a purse and she, she, she fits in well, that, or do you, how do you travel with her? 
Oh, I travel with her according to the rules of the airline, of and each of them is a little different. She travels in a Sherpa, uh-huh. which is an airline-approved bag that goes at my feet in front of me. Uh, when I make my reservation, uh, she has her own special reservation, <laughs> and she has to get a health certificate mm. 10 days before travel. You, we go to the vet and get that, and she has to... Um, be uh, uh, well. Each airline is different. Sometimes there's only one a pet allowed in cabin, mm-hmm. and sometimes there are usually in first class. It's just one, wow. and we we go first class because it's just easier. There's more room. So, so and, could I run into Joanne Worley at the post office with her little dog in in a purse or uh, in tow somehow? Absolutely. No. She <laughs> yes, absolutely. She has uh, a, an, an entire wardrobe of purses that are hers. Mm. Uh, that go on my shoulder, and she goes everywhere with me. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, you're not supposed to take your dog into the post office. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Only service yeah. dogs. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you must know that she is a service dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, her the... name is Harmony. Okay. And she keeps me calm. She keeps you sane. And sane, and that is an extremely good thing. So she is really of service to me and other people. So, uh, but she does have her own purses, and I always get uh, the cotton kind because uh-huh. they breathe. And when she wants to, she sleeps in there, and then or she'll uh, you know stand up on her hind legs. There, and I support her with my hand underneath. She's on the straps her on my shoulder, and she'll stand up with her little head out and go, "What? What? What's happening here? Anybody need kisses? Any? Any? What? What needs to go on here?" Do you dress she, her up? Oh no, I, I, she doesn't have to do anything, okay. other than be the most wonderful doggy in the world. I, I don't dress her up. I know. Uh, quite often we uh, do a Christmas card, and she never wears an outfit. I wear the outfit. Of course. <laughs> I wouldn't impose that on her. As a matter of fact, I just tried to get her a new necklace. Uh, not necklace, I'm so sorry. Collar. A collar, okay. <laughs> a new collar with uh, rhinestones on it because it was very pretty. Uh-huh. But I found that it wasn't soft enough around her neck. Sure. And that it could be a little, uh, and I went, oh, I don't know, but I want her to, you know, you know, put her little paw against that. Uh-huh. So I went for a very soft uh, version. Very good. You know what we have in the prize closet there is we have some of that jewelry. We should send that off to see if she likes it. Oh, some bling. Oh, some bling yes. that we just got it. Uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us for this. I love you saying that. I have, I'm, I have enjoyed talking with you good people, and it's always fun to talk to people who have the same interests at heart. And uh, the fact that we all uh, care about the welfare of animals is a, a good thing, and I enjoy talking to other people who have that at the front of their uh, life mission also. You're awesome. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And, of course, check out Actors and Others at www.actorsandothers.com. Joanne Worley joining us. Hold on one second, okay? Okie doke. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 
Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Everybody's had trouble finding their car keys or maybe a TV remote. But when a California man lost his false teeth, he was convinced he didn't just misplace them. 68-year-old Bill Exner blamed the mouse, a mouse that Bill and his wife had captured three times and three times it escaped. He last remembered seeing his dentures on his nightstand, and after searching all over the house for them, he convinced his daughter's fiancé to take a crowbar and hammer to the closet wall with a small hole in it where he'd seen the mouse run in. After tearing up some molding, the dentures were retrieved. Bill's future son-in-law suggested boiling the dentures in peroxide before putting them in. Bill's wife says the mouse frequently comes out and stares at him, taunting him. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, you lucky dog. We celebrate our connection with our pets every week right here. 102 stations across the country in XM Satellite Radio and on your Animal Radio app for your iPhone or your Android. Whatever smartphone you have. Download that now. You can ask your questions. Right from the uh, the app. Can you really? Isn't that cool? Also, check out the website from the app. I it, can't keep up with all this technology. I know. Email's like the old technology right now. Facebook us. And in fact, over at the Facebook page, we're just about to start a brand new contest, which we're giving away a huge prize package, which includes the Scoop Free Ultra with a three-pack of premium blue litter. And if oh, you wow. haven't, haven't seen the Scoop Free yet, it is a self-cleaning litter box that you can leave alone for weeks at a time. I know you love that. Yeah. You used to do it every day. Oh, You'd have to clean out the litter More box. than once, especially if they, they have a big poop and they're in your office and you, you have to clean it. Oh, yeah. I can't stand that well, smell. And the kitties will be happier, too. We have less house soiling when their box is clean. Yes. yes. you got to love that part. We ought to get one of these for Paula Poundstone, who has that 16 Six, cats. I think she's going to need more than one. She has a, a little syndrome going on where her wrists well, shake yeah, uncontrollably. She has to shake that Sifting scooping, litter all the time. Yeah. She'd like one of these. It is the only self-cleaning litter box that uses disposable litter trays. you got to love that. It just comes all enclosed. It's You have the litter, and then it scoops into this compartment in the litter, and then you just take the box of litter, throw it away, and put in a new tray. A little privacy hood gives your cat privacy and an adjustable rake that sweeps waste 5 to 10 or 20 minutes after your cat uses the litter box. And there's a health counter, and this is the first time I've ever seen this yeah. in a litter box. A health counter that tracks the frequency of your cat's litter box usage to monitor their health. What well, did I guess? Pretty cool. Cats that pee a lot have urinary tract problems occasionally. Is that well? What, yeah. What if your if if your kitty's running back to the box every five minutes, that's uh-huh. a symptom that you know they're having either pain, urgency, or you know some kind of discomfort. So that should be an indicator. Mm. Wow. Do cats have prostates? Because that makes me have to pee a lot. No, they no. don't. Dog, dogs do, but cats don't. <laughs> Good to know. This I didn't is a know fact that, that you only know here on Animal Radio. Yeah. Of course, Scoop Free has a 90-day money-back guarantee with prepaid shipping and one-year limited warranty. Visit ScoopFree.com. And the reason I bring them up is because we're going to give away one of these puppies in this contest on Facebook. So you want to head on over to Facebook and like us. Find out all the information over there. I'll tell you, ever since we hired that Ali Kochi to do <laughs> social networking, uh, she's been doing a lot of fun things over on the uh, Facebook page. Check that out. 
Trust me, and it's time for Joey Volani's Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Kitty A Go Go, bringing you six attractive litter box options and colorful designs from leopard prints to polka dots. Especially suited for those smaller homes or apartments where, well, the traditional litter box is an eyesore. Kitty Agogo will add stylish color and an element for you and your cat. Available at kittyagogo.com. That's kittyagogo.com. How come every time you say Kitty Agogo, I want to take um, dollar bills out of my pocket and just throw them around the studio? <laughs> one, of the, one of those things. I don't know. Just get that, that feeling. <sighs> hey, but listen, um, I, I, people were asking me, um, and they ask me this a lot, and about sprucing up their pet's color um, and uh, on their color on their coat. And there's a real easy way. Actually, it's, it's funny because I did it about a week ago, and it's something that's really easy if you do it right now. I'm going to tell everyone this right now. If you got a multicolored dog, like a party-colored poodle or something like that, uh-huh. way, you know, like a, let's, Dalmatian is a good example because everyone can picture a Dalmatian. They may not know what a party-colored poodle is. You don't want to try this. That it's, it's too difficult to do something like that. But if your dog is a solid color, if it's solid brown, if it's solid black, if it's apricot, if it's blonde, Real, real easy way. The first thing you're going to do is go out and get yourself a um, small jar of Vaseline. Not scented, just a regular Vaseline is number one. And KY won't Sec- work, just Vaseline. K- well, i got to tell you what, KY will work as long as it's okay. not the stuff, the warming gel. <laughs> just the regular stuff, you know. Regular KY actually will work. So, okay. so now that you threw your little joke in there and it didn't work because it still works, so... <laughs> What we're going to do is, is you're going to go out and you're going to shop and you're going to go into the aisle and you're going to find the just for men hair color. Okay. okay. Not the stuff with the beard and the mustache, the hair color. And you're going to first go home and you're going to do a test patch on your dog with it. Now, the problem is doing the test patch with it is once you mix this stuff, it's no good anymore. So just take a couple of drops of each solution that's in it. There's two solutions. There's the activator and there's a color. So put two drops of activator, two drops of color, mix it together, and put it on a test spot on your dog. Leave it on for five minutes. Rinse it off, okay, and just, I would wait until the next day, see if there's any irritation, if the skin looks pink, if something looks different. If if that happens, you don't want to do this. If it doesn't happen, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to figure out a way of how to secure your dog safely in your bathtub or sink. And I say this because if you don't, I don't want hate mail. I don't want people saying to me that my dog jumped out and stained my carpets and my furniture and everything in the house because that will happen if your pet is not, and dogs, not cats. This is for dogs. Okay. Um, that you want to make sure that they're safe. So I would do a whole test thing first. If you do your little test patch, put your dog in the, in the sink or the tub, see how they respond to the water, um, the sound of it, you know, wh- whatever. So you're going to put your dog in. While your dog is, and I'm going to say this twice, dry, while your dog is dry, you are going to put the solution on. The solution, you just mix it together. It comes with a squeeze bottle. Wear gloves. Before you do all that, I skipped a step. Make sure you put a little drop of Vaseline or KY in their eyes. Now, this is going to protect in the, their in eyes. In their eyes? You could put it in their eyes. It's not going to hurt them. It's you know we, we do this a lot when you use um, pesticides and use medicated shampoo stuff that may be irritating to the pet's eyes. Now, it's not something that's it's going to resist it. It's not going to um, you know 
how could I say, um, it's not like it's, it's waterproof or, or chemical proof. It's just going to help resist anything from getting in there. So you want to still be real gentle around the eyes. If something goes in the eyes, wipe it out. And what I would say is, because you've got to work fast. If you have a big dog, you need two people because yeah. it, this stuff is going to work real quickly. In five minutes, you've got to put it on and rinse it off. So you're going to apply it to the dog, apply it to the areas that really need it the most, and it's usually the head, the back, you know, the areas that you really want, um, the color you want. Leave it on for the re- recommended time that it says, five minutes. If your dog is in a solid black or solid brown and has just, you know, like a hint of maybe other colors in it, leave it on for three minutes, okay? Because when you rinse it off, you'll, you'll have, you'll achieve the, the natural effect that you want. Shampoo it in, rinse it off, shampoo the dog normally and condition. Condition's an important step in this because it's gonna lock everything in place. After you're done, you're going to have a dog that looked like you took 10 years off them. They look great. This is a trick that we use in grooming competitions. When you want the dog to stand out amongst others, what we do is we'll do this. Now, we usually use a um, permanent dye because it stands out a little bit more. You don't want to do that at home. That's a little bit, it's a little bit dangerous. It's a little bit messy. It's something if you're not a professional, don't do it. But the Just for Men works unbelievable. You'll have great results. Your dog will look great. And you know what? If you don't want to do it, bring it to your groomer. Mm. Bring the is, color you want, bring the dog, and let them do it. Is that just for men just the same as, like, L'Oreal, the, the stuff that ladies use to, to dye their hair? The, it, it, it's very close. The difference is this, is the just for men product um, is it's made for men, so it's idiot-proof, where the L'Oreal <laughs> is probably is, it's, it's, it's a little bit more permanent. It's a little bit um, more difficult to work with. So I like using the just for men because it is idiot-proof because it just shampoos in and out. And I don't know of any other product that does that. There may be other products on the market that do it, but I've tested the just for men on pets, and I've never had a problem with it. I've never had irritation, so that. That's the one that I'm going to recommend at this point until I know more about some of the other products out there. Judy had me dye her hair, and uh, you have to do that really fast. I mean, I can't imagine doing a whole dog that way. Well, that's why with a dog... You need you need a couple of hands. A really big dog is a challenge. It's going to be difficult. A small dog, like I have the Karen Terriers and all, whatever, actually medium-sized to small, they're not that hard. Ladybug would be a breeze, um, you know, because it would take it would take just two minutes to apply the product and let it sit for a minute or three, depending on how you know how much color you want. Man, I love it. the Works just great. for men, Joey. You, you use that, at Alan? Oh yeah, I use it on my chest, and my hair, my back, everywhere. <laughs> and it's I'm a just for men guy myself. Oh, and, and it's great for carpeting. You know, dark colored carpeting. If you have a problem, yeah. I just use the KY. That's all I use out of it. <laughs> okay, guys. Oh, that's gross. There you go. one 405 Valoni's tip of the week over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. A little, little bit of testosterone in the studio today? Just a little bit too much. Dr. Debbie, get in here. Hey, everybody. This is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say you, right now, want to take weight. Give me the line again. My brain skipped. <laughs> Brett Michaels. And- I just had one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts. Oh, Go don't ahead. do that. Say don't that do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. Trust me, it's me. Go okay. ahead. Animal Radio. Brett Michaels Animal Radio. You got it. I knew the Animal Radio. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels. You're listening to Animal Radio. And take care of your pets. They will rock your world. 
celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, dog trainer Alan Cable with those most vexing dog issues, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. All here at your beck and call. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Let's see, uh, on the show today, do we know who's on the show today? No. Tell me who's (laughs) on the show today. (laughs) Joey Villani is on the show today. Alan is. Dr. Deb. That's all you need. That's all you need. And Judy. And And a cup of soup, a cup of good soup. (laughs) And Ladybug. (laughs) I see Michael Vick would like to... uh, have a, a dog now. I, I don't know if you caught this in the paper. No kidding, yeah. He actually wants it for his kid. And he told uh, Pierce Morgan. Is he still alive, Pierce Morgan? Okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> am I still alive, Hal? Am I, am I still? None of us are. He said that he des- his kid deserves a dog, and then uh, he should take his dream away from his kids. So uh, what do you think about that? one 405 8405 Alan, you must have some guarded opinions you know, about you know, that. I was going to ask you guys. I mean, I'm all for giving a guy a second chance, but I just don't know. I, it, it seems to me that if somebody has that cruelty gene, I mean, maybe he has changed. I, I know my wife thinks, yeah, he's the same. But if somebody has that gene where they can actually get pleasure out of watching somebody uh, or something or a dog or an animal or anybody, you know, experience pain and rip each other apart, I, I just don't know if that changes. I, I just don't know. I, I, I agree with you. I, you know what? Listen, he served his time. He did what society made him do. But you don't you don't rehabilitate somebody like that. It's 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 in him. You know whether that's how he grew up or not. And you know I I can't fault the man because that's how he grew. Up, I mean, but it doesn't change. Yeah, but think and about him. I know. Yeah. He's in a fishbowl right now. Do you know what dog is going to get the best treatment? His dog, because he knows everybody's uh, I I, watching. So he's going to be yeah, on his but you, best behavior. You know what? It's it's like it's like a new relationship. It, it's it's always wonderful until a couple of months in. And <laughs> that's that, right. That, no, yeah. that's, that's well, how I feel about it. Well, well, think about this. You know, Michael Vick's probably got a lot of expensive stuff, some stuff he loves. What happens if that dog grabs a pair of his favorite mink shoes and makes mayhem with them? You know, chews them all up. What's going to happen? You know, I, I do believe in the human goodness, and I do believe that you can make a change. And I don't know all the particulars of the Vic case as far as the influences, but a lot of these type of situations, there's cultural influences and what people know when they grow up, and I think you can move past that as an adult. So I would like to believe that he's learned his lesson, that he knows better, and he's, he wants to share that knowledge with his children and show them that he's a positive role model when it comes to animals. So... I'm not opposed to it. I, I think it's a great opportunity for not only his children, but also for, you know, public in general to learn from his previous mistakes. Okay. one 405 Tell us what you think or head on over to our Facebook page where we have a poll going on right now. Should Michael Vick get another dog or be allowed to get another dog? If this is your first week, welcome to my left, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. To my right, Alan Cable, our dog trainer, and dog father, Joey Villani. On Skype, we have Joy Turner. She's our animal communicator, and she can bridge that gap for you. We vet all of our 
talent. Let's just say that. Uh, except this Lee Day coming up. Uh, we Who's Lee Day? I don't This is going to be a pain in the ass. I know. This is what I'm saying. Who is Lee Day? I've never heard of her. Apparently, she's a pet entertainer that's been all around. And Joan Rivers and Sally, she's married their animals. And oh, okay. She started Bark Mixfuzz, she says, but I don't know. We'll find out in just a few minutes. Have you vetted her? Of course not. No. You don't vet any other talent that she comes on. She has a on, website. She has a website. That's the criteria <laughs> for coming on Animal Radio. We encourage you to bring your animals around just in case she is entertaining. Yes. Uh, Judy is screening calls right now, and Stacy's working in the newsroom. She actually has her own very separate room. I don't know why she gets a separate room. Maybe we should all get so special. I don't know. She's burning incense in it, has the lights all low. What's going on? (laughs) There's a family in China that gives new meaning to that old saying, count sheep before you fall asleep, because they actually can count sheep right above their head. On their house, they have a sheep farm. On the roof of their house. This is all so they can give their baby fresh milk. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about it coming up okay. on Animal Radio News. I'm sticking around for that. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. It is toll free. one 405 On the big show today, Joanne Worley. Also, pet entertainer Lee Day. I have no idea what this lady's up to, but uh, Judy assures me that I'll enjoy this guest, Lee Day, the pet entertainer. Grab your pets, bring them around the radio, because we're going to entertain your pets today, too. Not just you, but your pets also. Uh, Stacey Cohen working hard in the newsroom. What's going on, girlfriend? How adventurous are you with your food? I mean, does frog legs scare you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> fried. They have uh, chocolate-dipped bugs people okay. eat. There's all kinds oh, of beautiful. Yeah, Would you try a bite of rat bruschetta or rat tenderloin? What about paying a whopping 100 bucks for a multi-course rat dinner? They did in New York. Maybe you wouldn't, but, you know, those New Yorkers, they'll try anything. I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. I can't wait. Maybe hungry. Order me some. Call, call Domino's and see if they have any rat bruschetta. Rat there, there's but more you know, rats in New York than people, so why would you have to go not? get one? That's what I'm saying. But it's a, it's a use of a resource. Maybe that's the angle. <laughs> that's the angle. There it is. <laughs> Let's uh, hit the phones. one 405 8405 Hey, Jody. Oh, hi. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for taking my call. What's going on? Well... Um, I have a two-year-old cat, which has pretty much had the house to herself with everything. She's an indoor cat, and we just recently got two kittens, and now she has not gone, doesn't use her litter box, and she chews the hair on the back of her neck, um, well, until it bleeds, it's really kind of raw, and I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should give up the kittens or... There's something mm-hmm. else I could try. How long have the kittens been in the home? Um, let's see. They have been here at least two months. Two months? Okay. Yeah. And then how do they relate? Do they interact at all with her? Um, one of them doesn't, and the other one actually goes and plays a little bit with her, you know, kind of chases her around and stuff like that. And there's plenty of toys, and there's a cat tree. And Okay. And you said she's chewing her fur out, mm-hmm. and she's not using the box. Is that correct? Yes. Uh-huh. She used to use the litter box before and she wasn't you know she was fine before and now all of a sudden now she doesn't want to use her litter box and is that for both peeing and the pooping jobs or one or the other yeah for both both. okay 
And then um, tell me about um, when you got these kittens, did you just kind of um, have them in the same home? Were they separated at all? No, they were the same. They were cousins. Okay. Yeah. And um, how many litter boxes we got in this house? Three. Three litter boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as far as in anything else with your kitty cat that I need to know about, any other health problems along the way, anything else skin-related before your other kittens came into the home? Well, you know, she did have some... Um, Whenever there's something stresses her out, she does tend to pull her fur out. And so okay. she had, before we even got the kittens when I first got her, and we had, you know, family and dogs and things like that, she got, you know, upset and nervous. And so she would pull her. So we changed the cat um, food because they said she's allergic to corn. So mm-hmm. I changed it, and she seemed to be fine. And okay. she got over that problem. And now it's worse now. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's kind of what I was suspecting as you describe it. So there are some cats that can have a psychogenic um, alopecia. Basically, they overgroom themselves out of their own anxiety. Um, that's not generally a case where food controls it. So that's where there's probably some degree of uh, either food allergy or other types of allergies for your kitty that we can medically control. So I'd want to make sure that you get that tackled and, and maybe get her checked out with a vet to make sure we're on the right road physically with her health. Um, psychologically, if we add new kittens or new cats to the home, the best way to do that is to gradually introduce um, a new cat or cats into the home. So if I could rewind your situation, my recommendations at the get-go would have been to keep your kitty to have free run of her house and then add these kittens into a separate room where they can kind of start to get used to the smell of your cat under the door um, and it's kind of just getting used to the sights, the sounds, without really having a lot of physical stress, physical altera- um, altercations, um, or have to compete for resources like the litter box, the food, or for your affection. Um, that would be ideal. And you can still do that. We can take a step back, separate the kittens, give her the space that she needs to kind of reset and to calm herself. And I do that for at least a week, um, yes. really to kind of let her reset. And in that time, we want to kind of return to what what we could do to motivate her to like these cats in the presence of the cat. So I'd add in a scent hormone, a pheromone, mm-hmm. like uh, feel away. Um, add that in by a diffuser in the home. I would s- make sure we start feeding the cats on a certain time schedule. And we want to feed them on opposing sides of the separation. So if it's a door or if it's a screen door, what have you, we want the food not to always be available, but to be available only when she is around these other cats, and that is her reward for just tolerating the mere presence of those kittens. It's really kind of the way to look at it. Um, And we want to make sure that she learns that all good things happen when these kittens are around, and that kind of works psychologically to make her feel more comfort, less anxiety uh, with the presence of these babies. And then we work up to kind of gradually working them back into the environment, into the home. Um, and then sometimes even for kittens, if these guys are little and we've got an adult in the home, mm-hmm. I will put a collar and bell on the kittens mm-hmm. because that kind of gives the adult cat a little fair warning that oh. the little whippersnappers are coming around uh-huh. and then she can retreat she can go elsewhere and if she doesn't feel like um intervening and physically uh meeting up with the kitten then she can do her own thing and kind of uh retreat if you will um but i, I think those are some of the things and then environmentally um you mentioned three litter pans i love that i want to make sure those litter pans are spread across the house that oh. we don't have covers on them yeah different we- 
Okay, so spread so one in one room and one in another and Exactly. Yeah. Right. So if you put all three litter pans in one room, it can be a territorial thing. So if it's more trouble to walk down this hallway that I'm going to get ambushed by this kitten, mm. I may not want to go to that litter pan. So we want to make sure they're strategically in different areas. So if you have a two-story home, you want to have some upstairs and downstairs. You can't really take that away from them. they got to have that outlet. Okay. Um, and then make sure that the litter pans are uncovered. Um, make sure that uh, you know we, we've got plenty of perching sites. So you have a cat tree. I'd also look for other ways that we can give her some special places to get away, whether uh-huh. they're little cat um, hammocks for the windows or another tree or or heck some even some nice big boxes that you can let her uh, kind of climb and get into um, those are good for physical and mental security it kind of gives them a place to hide so yeah. what about Hopefully a she'll... place outside like making an outdoor um, place where she can't actually get outside but it's outside that's... yeah that that can be great environmentally as well so she can have something else to focus on now it could be a position where that might be a little sensory overload if you have especially if you have other kitties outdoors in the area. If you don't, um, then it might be fun for her to watch the birds, to have things to to watch. But uh, if you have a lot of stray cats or cats in the neighborhood, that could actually amp up her anxiety more. So um, you kind of got to know your situation there. Okay. Yeah. So, well, hopefully that can help. And, you know, if she is a excessive groomer and she has a certain degree of anxiety, there are some of these kitties that I do put on behavior medications, and it can really help them cope. Um, But by itself, medication will fail. So you really have to do these other physical and environmental changes as well. Okay, so by moving the litter box around, maybe she'll get used to going in her litter box in her litter box, yeah, and not have to compete or to have to worry about where she's walking if the kittens are going to be in that immediate area. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hope that's of some help for you. We appreciate your call. Good luck with those little fur balls. Yes, thank you so much. one 866 Uh-oh. What is it? You forgot the number. 405-8405? You got it now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's been a long time. Because animals can't speak for themselves, Luperson is committed to giving them a voice. Pets with undiagnosed arthritis suffer in silence. Be their hero. Give them all-natural Luperson. Luperson's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Luperson has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.luberson.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N dot com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone. 
anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five or your voice at animalradio.com. You can also ask us your questions over at the Facebook page at Animal Radio or tweet us your questions within those hundred and forty characters at Animal Radio. Pretty simple to remember. It's just all Animal Radio. Lee Day going to be joining us in a few minutes, and she is the pet entertainer. I have no idea what it means. Judy says this is going to be good, so I got to. Hang for that, right? Uh, if the pets aren't entertained, I think we will be. <laughs> so grab, <laughs> grab your pets, bring them around the radio, because we will be entertaining them with somebody that's actually a sanctioned pet entertainer in just a couple of minutes. I heard she puts hamburger all over her body, and that's the big, the main Ooh, act. Ooh, that, I might enjoy that, actually. Uh, Beth, hi, Beth. Welcome uh, to the show. Hi. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Nevada City, California. Ne- Nevada City, but that's, so is it like on the border of uh, California and Nevada? It's about halfway between Lake Tahoe and Sacramento. Okay, sounds like a fun place to live. What's going on? I have Alan Cable right here. I understand you have dog issues. Well, yes, um, it seems like. Now, I've only had this dog a couple days, but I recently adopted a 10-month-old mini Aussie from the local rescue group, and I also have a 4-year-old Aussie female. They're both small. The female is 16 pounds, and this 10-month-old male is um, about 20 pounds. And um, he is very aggressive around her with anything. If she picks up a toy, he runs over and takes it away from her, and they get into scuffles over this, and I've had to break up a few um, altercations. How do you break it up, Beth? What do you do? I just yell at him. <laughs> Uh-huh. Stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't let it escalate to the point where they're just absolutely, you know, tearing each other apart. But, you know, when they start, the growling intensifies and they're, you know, kind of in each other's face. Um, I, you know, I just say, hey, 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 you know, knock it off. And, and then they kind of stop or I stick my hand down and grab whoever. I haven't actually had to, um, you know, get any further than that with him. Um, but if I don't, I feed him in a crate because he will go after her food. If I give him um, a chew treat of any kind, why he's very aggressive. He goes right after hers, even if he has one. Right. And, well, and, and you said that the uh, you said that the dog, the one dog you've had for years, and the and the other one you just brought home, you've had for ten months, and the other one you just brought home. Yeah, so I haven't had, I've only, the 10 month old, I've only had a couple of days. The four year old I've had since she was young. Okay. So now the four year old, how well trained is that dog? I mean, if you told that dog to go downstay, would she do it? Uh, probably, well, she doesn't know a downstay command anymore because I, okay. you know, right. but she, she would back off. Okay. I think, I think she's well, kind you know, of an Omega this, dog. 
this is this is kind of normal. When you bring a new dog home, uh, especially a new dog home, and, and there's another dog in the house, and you're in the house, most of the time, you know, that dog is basically when a, when a dog has food aggression like that, is saying, "Hey, I'm in charge." You know, this is my food. Get lost. That's what the dog is saying. The dog is saying, "I'm the pack leader. I'm the alpha dog," and it's up to you to become the pack leader and the alpha dog. And the easiest way to do that in your situation is to take ownership of the food. Now, when you feed the dog, how do you do it? Do you just put the, the dog food in a bowl and walk away? Well, I tried that. It didn't work out too well. So now well, what I do is the the female, the one I've had, I, I put her food down. I put the male in the crate, and I put the bowl in the crate with him. That's a good solution. That's a good short-term solution. But you want to eliminate all the, the aggressive behaviors. And, and the right. quickest way, the best way to do that is to be the pack leader. And you're going to have to be patient and persistent. And, and so what, what you want to do is, is you take your other dog and, and take her out of the room. Take, take your other dog out of the room at feeding time with the dog you just brought home. Take ownership of the food. Put the dog food in the bowl and just stand there in front of the dog for a couple of seconds. Do not put it down. Does the new dog know the sit command? Does she know how to sit? Well, if sometimes. If I have food in my hand, he does, but okay. he hasn't really had any training. I mean, I think what happened is these people, it's not a cute little puppy anymore, and so they turned it into the um, rescue group because he really knows nothing. I, and Do you, I have him signed up for a basic obedience class, but it's not for a couple weeks. That's good. So. Do you walk the dogs ever? Do you take them for walks? I'm going to tell you what to do in a second, but I'm just curious. Um, I ha I've only had them like three days, so I've okay. walked them All right. one time. If you have time, start walking them together. Uh -huh. Don't let them walk in front of you, though. Make them walk at your side. Get a pinch collar and, and make sure both dogs have the pinch collar so that you can give corrections. Do you know what a correction is? Yes. Okay. All right, so what you're going to do with your new dog is you're going to make that dog work for his food. So when you feed your dog, you're going to put the dog into the dish and just stand there and tell the dog to sit before you put the food down. And then you're going to stay there for a little while with your hand on the dish. When you have your hand on the dish, you own the food. You're going to get the dog used to you being there while the dog eats. And every now and then, keep a couple of treats or a couple of pieces of food in your other hand and throw those treats into the bowl. Does your dog swallow? Follow his food. I mean, does he just scarf it down, the new dog, or does Pretty he eat it slowly? Put some water in there. Put a toy in there, too, to slow him down a little bit. He's scarfing it down because he thinks, he, you know, it's a new environment. He might think that he's never going to get fed again. So he's scarfing it down because of that. So you want to take ownership of the food by being there. Keep your, keep your hand on the bowl. And then when the dog gets comfortable... With you being there, you start giving praise. Just a good dog, good dog, and give her a pet every now and then. Always make her do something, though, before you feed her. Hold the food and make her sit before you put the food down. And then every now and then, after about a week or two, take the food away, okay? Mm -hmm. After you do that for about two weeks, three weeks, however long it takes, where that dog is very comfortable with you there and is no longer being possessive of the food, you're going to start bringing the other dog around slowly on a leash, and you're going to start by putting the other dog in the down position when you feed your, you know, your dog. When you feed your dog, you're going to bring the other dog there and put the dog in the down position about six, seven feet away or even in the crate if that's easier for you or even if you have somebody to help you hold the other dog. And you're going to slowly over days move the other dog closer to your dog, the, the one with the aggression problem eating. And you're going to see that pretty soon, in a month or two, the dog is going to realize that, that the other dog is no threat, 
that you're the pack leader and become very, very comfortable eating around that other dog. But if she does exhibit aggression, take her food away. That's how you give her a correction. Take her food right away. Okay. And then I think he's also suffering from a little bit of separation anxiety because he just follows me everywhere. Um, When I let him out the door to go outside... He wants to come right back in again if I don't stand there and be outside with him. Um, Is that the young dog now? Yes. And I've had right. to crate him when I leave the house because um, I tried having him in the kitchen. He was up on the kitchen table. He was into the <laughs> recycle bin. I mean. Um, again, again, this is all who's the pack leader, okay? okay? Because a dog a dog would never let you leave the house. When a dog is in charge, they don't let you leave. They don't let you leave. So you're going to, everything you do has to be based on you being the leader, you being in charge. When you leave the house, put the dog in a crate. Do not talk to the dog. Pay no attention to the dog. Just leave. When you come home, do not talk to the dog. Pay no attention to the dog for about 20 minutes. Then let her out of her crate. Take her outside. Don't talk. Let her go to the bathroom. Good dog when she goes to the bathroom. Be very calm. Make it very uneventful, your comings and goings. Okay, that you know. Hopefully, we can work this out because he's a sweet little guy. I mean, I'd like to be able to keep him, but um, you can. You just have to remember. You can keep him. You just have to remember. You have to be in charge. You have to be the pack leader. Use positive reinforcement and corrections. When the dog is doing what you want, you give positive reinforcement and affection, which means if the dog is laying there calm, that's the time to say good dog and give the dog a pet. When the dog is wound up acting like a fool, you give a correction. Snap her out of it. Get her mind on something else. Okay. And start walking them together regularly so that they understand you're the pack leader and they're part of a pack. I see. Okay. Okay. And let neither one of them get in front of me. Absolutely one, not. One they on walk, either side then? Right. One on either side or behind you is fine. Never in front of you. I see. Never let them, never let them enter the house before you either. Oh, you go okay. in first. Oh, okay. Same with your husband. Go in first. Make sure you're always going in first. <laughs> Beth, thank you so much for your call today. 1-866-405-8405. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Cleaning out the fish tank is a pretty bad job anyway, but it was a lot worse for veterinarian Kevin Friels. While doing some routine maintenance on his saltwater tank, Friels was attacked by Lily the lionfish who jabbed him with six of her venomous spines. He started having seizures and called his girlfriend who said she only heard screaming on her end of the line. She quickly called 911 and it took eight paramedics to hold Friels on the stretcher. Doctors say he could have died in an hour because because Lily's venom was paralyzing his heart. Although Friels will improve in a couple weeks, he's not taking any chances. He's selling Lily the lionfish, but she'll come with a stern warning. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. 
today's Gold Bond Rescue Mission, the seventh inning sweat. I'm with superfans Scott and Paul. Hey. hey. It's 100 degrees out here, and they're trying to enjoy a ball game. It's getting uncomfortable. Yeah, and sticky. That's why I'm giving them the powder with the power. Gold Bond Body Powder. We're itchy, too. The encapsulated menthol protects skin, absorbs moisture, even relieves itching. So they stay dry and comfortable. <laughs> Talk about a game changer. Thanks, Thanks Jimmy. Thank Gold Bond. This stuff works. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beefalicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Hey, honey. Hi, Dad. What you drawing? It's our house. That's you. Oh. Me. Uh-huh. Mom and Josh. Wow. Playing ball. You are becoming quite the artist. When you're a kid, you don't know that home ownership builds communities. That owning a home contributes to higher self-esteem and better test scores. You just know that home is where you play, grow, and learn. The National Association of Realtors wants you to know that home ownership matters to our families, our neighborhoods, and our country. Learn more at houselogic.com slash homeownership. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. All right, I may, I may choke you up here for a second, but just stay with me. If a server at a dinner event said the special for the evening was rat, most people would probably think it was a joke, but that wasn't the case at the Allegra La Viola Gallery in New York City. Guests there got to choke down goat cheese bruschetta with rat tenderloin. They also had French toast with smoke rat for dessert. According to the New York Times, artist Laura Jin hosted an exhibition event as part of her project called Tomorrow We Will Feast Again on What We Catch. Guests were served a multi-course dinner of rats. The dinner cost 100 bucks each, and the diners had to sign a liability waiver before taking their first bite. Her project, as explained on her Kickstarter page, explores self-sufficiency in an urban environment. She documented her adventures using both photography and performance. Photographs of her at the exhibit showed her dismantling a deer head. Her dress for the event was homemade. 300 rat pelts were used as material. This girl's a little sick, but the artist's interest in being self-sufficient in the city led her to eat rats and have them prepared for dinner at the gallery. She explained, I could have gone with pigeon... I think people are a little more comfortable with pigeon, and I wanted to put people outside of their comfort zone. Well, I'm sure she did that. A boy suffered some minor injuries after getting hit by a bird at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson Township, New Jersey. Authorities told NBC10 the victim was riding the King Ka roller coaster. A bird slammed into his face. They had to shut the ride down for a while. They reopened it. He's going to be okay. It's quite a story to tell. His name's Shane Mattis of Hal Township. And uh, he said he was riding in the front car with his friend when um, something slammed into his face. When it hit me, I was like, what the... Did somebody throw a ball or something? And then I started spitting out feathers. I was like, that was a bird. <laughs> That's like my worst nightmare. Okay, the Louisiana State Penitentiary, the nation's biggest prison facility, they've got a new breed of guard dog that is working nights. The prison's wolf-dog hybrids are perhaps the most creative solution to budget cuts within the nation's prison system. At the 18,000-acre prison known as Angola, 35 of the 42 guard towers now stand empty because of budget cuts. 
um, like 100 officers were laid off. Instead, at least three of the seven camps now make up complex of the complex are regularly guarded by nine patrolling wolf dogs. The wolf dog hybrids range between 90 and 120 pounds, and nobody has yet tried to overpower or outrun them. Captain Robert Tyler oversees the work of the dogs. How do you train a wolf dog? Well, very carefully and with a lot of hot dogs. He says it takes a lot of time. Wolves are like other canines, and they're pack animals. So, you know, um, they're pretty slow to trust. The average correctional officer earns about 34000 a year. By comparison, the entire dog program, which includes about 80 dogs, costs $60,000 for medical care, supplies, and food. Yeah, so, a few dog biscuits, and they got a good deal. I'm Stacy Cohen. Learn more at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Fido-friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. Chewy's Natural Goodness for Dogs, made with raw USDA-inspected meat. Raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. Get the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's spelled with a Y, by the way. StellaAndChewy's.com. Good food. Love that stuff. Uh, let's see. Joanne Worley just right around the corner here on Animal Radio for our Season of Stars, which now is going into its 18th week. Is that it? I lost track. Holy I stopped moly. counting. Usually these things are last a couple of months, but uh, it just keeps going and going and going. And Joanne Worley, of course, from laughing, ask your father about that. <laughs> That's what I, I... I was trying to think. I mean, I, I, I could see a face. I remember her, but I forgot what show. Laughing. 
Very interesting. Show. But stupid. <laughs> that was a great show. It was. We have on the phone with us Lee Day. And uh, she is the uh, celebrity pet hairstylist and pet entertainer to the stars. Lee, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Welcome. Uh, thank you. I'm doing great. It's pretty hot out here in New Jersey in New York. Hot out there in Jersey. Hot out here in Jersey, darling. So now tell us, what what is it you do exactly? Well, um, I am a pet entertainer. I'm a pet entertainer? Do you, you mean you enter, entertain pets during the day? And all kinds of animals, uh, great and small, and I save their lives. And um, I just wanted you to know that it's very hot out here, and that, uh, you know, people should keep their pets if they're in New York or any hot area in the AC. Because don't forget, if they're in a the car, that car will heat up in a matter of seconds, and it'll be like an oven. And uh, dogs do not have squick lands. And two police dogs just passed away. Um, I'm sure that the cop, the police were very upset about what happened, and they died from being oh, wow. asphyxiated in the car Jeez. from the heat. You brought me down, Lee. Yeah. I don't want to bring you down, but I want you to realize that. Uh, but I also have something very exciting, and that's I have uh, bark mitzvahs. You, you have bark mitzvahs? I do, uh, pet dating services. Uh, dating? And I entertain the, the animals. I'm like the Chuck Woolery of dating. So now, how do you entertain the animals? Because I have, like, one dog that is bored. Bored? How can it be bored? Uh, it looks at me and goes, entertain me. And I'm like, what? What do you want? I throw your toys all day. I walk you. You know, what? It's so a lot of songs to the animals. I, I'm a hairstylist, like you know, but I do not go into grooming shops. I don't like the way they have to be caged into the, into the cages. Here I come into your home and I sing to your pet and entertain you. It gets a time out. And it's you're by your pet's side. It's wonderful. Well, can you? I have can so you, many clients I, around the country. It's unbelievable. Can you? I got to ask a question. Yeah, go ahead. How come you don't like um, pets caged in a grooming salon? Because that's what keeps them safe. Because yeah. I don't like um, that they are caged and then they put the dryers and they hook them onto the grooming cages. And yeah, I think that's the, horrible. Do you know how many but, pets have died uh, having oh, it done? I definitely, definitely know that, but but that's something that's not a grooming practice anymore. Uh, Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it is. Okay, you know what? You guys are all bringing me down once again, okay? I'm going to bring you down, but let's talk about something fun. Yeah, well, you know what? I want to hear you sing, and in fact, I want to. everybody that's listening now, I want you to grab your pet. Okay, you know that I am the creator of um, Advantage. Do you know that I, I created the words? I got no bugs on me. I got no bugs on me. There may be bugs on all them mugs, but there ain't no bugs on me. Yeah, see, that's me. Really cool. Look at Ladybugs. Yeah. 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 A lick on the face, maybe. Nice, wet, and sloppy. My biscuits are your dog's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, you should see Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's very excited right now. She very likes excited. what you're doing. And how about, please, please leash me for a walk, because I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> I'll trip around the block. Ow! I can't wait to get out that door. I love it. I think, oh, yes. <laughs> I think I see, I think so, I see you know, an audition on America's... And um, um, I'm far from a downer. My, it's always up, 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 up. Because the animals are the greatest things in the world. And they love you more than anything else in the world. 
and they're the greatest thing. And 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 people have to, you know, I just had a a show made for neutering in Spain, and it's and it's great. And uh, you know, and and it, I can't even explain how how great it is because people have to spay and neuter the pet. Do you realize that one cat can um, produce two thousand cats kittens a year? Yeah, wow. that's that's amazing. So you do these bar mitzvahs. Bark mitzvahs. Bark mitzvahs. I'm the creator of the bark mitzvah. You're the creator the bark of that. Mitzvah. In 1984. Wow. So now, what happens at a bark mitzvah? A bark mitzvah, you get a, and it's not, uh, you know, supposed to be sacrilegious or anything like that. Um, I say the uh, the prayer, the Jewish prayer. The dog gets a pen and he gets um, presents. I did a bark mitzvah for Joan Rivers. And and her dog Spike it was so happy. I mean, he got a lot of attention, a lot of love, and that's all it's about. It's not, you know, it's not about uh, the manhood or anything like that. It's just a great party, and the dog is is Jewish. Now, do, do, you Jewish have, owners. do you have to wait till the uh, the dog is thirteen years old? Uh, how does that work? It would be two years old in in. In, in animal, in human life, so it would be 13. So at ah. two years old, you get a bark mitzvah. Okay, I see how that works. I just want to know something. On a, on a Jewish dog, they don't have to, um, you know, do a circumcision now, do they, before the bark no, mitzvah? No, no. Oh, when, I, when, I, when I groom the dog, I just go, bada noi, boom, ba, boom. Bada boom. <laughs> so now you don't limit yourself to just cats and dogs. You also taken two lobsters not, out on a dating service. I, uh, like I said, I I have a romantic dating service, the only service in the world. Uh, nobody else does this. What'd you do with two lobsters? Yeah. Uh, the, wow. They uh, actually went out for a red lobster. <laughs> but I really did. I, I took them out, and then um, I took out uh, two penguins from Sea World, and I married them with a wedding certificate. Um, I uh, married Sally Jesse Raphael's dog. I mean horses. You didn't marry actually yourself. You you actually married the the animals. Right. Yeah. Yes. I didn't get married to the animals. Yeah, I get the confused. No. Right. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm the I'm the preacher. I'm the rabbi. Okay. Now I see you you chaperone romantic dates. What goes on on these dates that makes them romantic? I take them on romantic dates. That's why I said I'm the uh, I'm the Chuck Willery. Now, what's a romantic date for a lobster? What are what do they enjoy? Taking the rubber bands off the claws and letting them have at it? What, what goes on there? Oh my God! Just like uh, pulling their little claws together and moving together—that's that's the romance. <laughs> there you go. Well, it sounds one. Now, how how can somebody get in touch with you just in case they want you to like perform a bark mitzvah or take their uh, dogs out for a date or, or something like or that? Just monsters. entertain their pets. If they would like to do a, a bark mitzvah. What they have to do is they can uh, go to my website, LeeDayPetEntertainer.com, or they can follow me on Twitter under Doogie Day. Doogie Day was my singing uh, partner. Well, I think in the uh, well, all the thirty years that I've been doing this, has it been thirty years? Forty years? 50 years, I have not at all once <laughs> met a pet entertainer. So this no. is cool to finally meet you. Lee Day, thanks for spending time with us today. I thank you so much, and I thank you all for caring for the animals. Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Time of year where a lot of us are getting 
a new dog because it just seems like you know summer's a good time to find a new dog or a new cat. And Dr. Debbie, I noticed you had some tips for picking out a new dog because you can't just go and pick the cutest one that's in the box there at the at the supermarket, can you? Well, no. And the big thing is a lot of times I'll see pets that people just get because they think I just want a dog and they don't put a lot of thought into it. So we want to look at not only your lifestyle, but we also want to inspect the health of the pet. This is going to be a lifelong companion. You want to start off on the right foot with behavior and overall health. So for me, it's always about looking at that eye and nose combination. Oh. Snotty, snotty nose cats, puppies with boogers in their eyes. You know, that could be a symptom of respiratory infection. That doesn't mean mm. that they're just messy. It could actually mean there's a health problem. Yeah. So if you don't want to start off on a foot where you have to deal with a medical problem from the get-go, it's a one important thing to look for. Um, but also, you know me, it's incoming and outgoing evidence. So uh, depending on how the puppy or kitten is eating, you know, watch them eat. Do they tear up the food? Are they eager to eat? As well as when it comes out to the back side and is there any diarrhea um, symptoms of illness like that now do you want a dog or a cat that is eager to eat you want one that's eager to eat that has a strong appetite you know hopefully not one that's going to plow down its litter mates over uh, to do that but you definitely want to have that strong appetite that makes things easier and that's a symbol of overall health at that moment in time if they're a good eater so mm. very important how do you test their temperament there Oh, for puppies, one of the simplest things is turn them over on their back, see how they respond. And we want them to be relaxed. We want them to be submissive. And we don't want a dog that's going to rustle and try to bite you along the way. That just uh, makes training easier. Um, and, and then you also just want to make sure that they're going to be friendly with people, uh, that they're interactive with people. They want to see the human come up to them and check them out, not just hiding and cowering in a corner. Boy, those, these were all signs Ladybug had when I got her. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. But she turned out okay, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She's a good little person. So you should watch them play, I guess, when they're and how they interact, right? Yeah. So if they're with cage mates or with their litter mates, you want to see how well they're getting along with each other. You want to see if there's a bully in the group. Because I have actually seen puppies at eight weeks of age that have already demonstrated aggression and dominance behaviors, either with their other litter mates or with the veterinarian at that age. So there are early <laughs> cues that you can pick up by watching how they um, they observe or how they uh, behave with other people and animals at that time. And then the final thing I'd say is ask for the medical information. If you're going to either a breeder or a person who has a dog and says, hey, I can't take care of it anymore, have they taken care of it? Do we have vaccination histories? Do we have any kind of medical care for the parents that might have been? Um, that means a lot for where that puppy or kitten is starting off at that moment in time. Okay, and when you find the perfect pet, take a picture on your smartphone and send it to us or post it over at our Facebook page. We, we're getting great pictures of some brand new animals welcoming to family. There's a, a pig, hamster pig up there this week that has a tattoo and everything. Huh? I know. It's, I, I've never seen anything like that, but one of our listeners sent that in. Send your pictures in. We want to see your new addition to your family. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. And I, I'm, I'm begging you, stay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll, play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. Six 
we just heard that commercial. I don't know if it ran nationwide. It was just on XM for My Buddy Butch. I got to tell you right now, we are not associated with My Buddy Butch. That is, uh, and I, I think that's a horrible tip this guy just gave out about feeding your cats tuna fish. Yeah, making about making meat. making homemade food is opening a can of tuna and adding rice and. Mm. It, it's absolutely horrible because feeding all tuna to your cat will actually lead to nutritional deficiencies, some different of uh, B vitamin deficiencies. Well, so I, I have big problems on that. Yeah. yeah, he said don't do it. Don't feed it to him every day, but. Why even go there? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not part of the dream team, so don't, don't. We vet all of our talent. Let's just say that. This portion of Animal Radio is made possible by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort and their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. And get 25% off your first order with the code Animal Radio. Just like the show, Animal Radio? Yes. 1 8405 8405. And we go to Sue. Hi, Sue. How are you doing? Okay. How about yourself? Splendid. Ooh, what can we do for you? I have Dr. Debbie right here. My dog was diagnosed this past spring with a mast cell tumor which was removed on April 10th, and the vet was able to get clean margins all the way around. And she put her on a high dosage of Benadryl for 90 days. Mm -hmm. And I had investigated online, and there was some pill that, or I guess it was a form of chemotherapy, which I didn't want to do because my dog is happy, pretty much healthy, active for a nine-year-old border collie. Um, but I was wondering if there was anything else I can do besides just watching to see if this comes back okay. uh, in the way oh. of nutrients. Uh, I mean, I mix broccoli in with their food, and they do get supplements along with a high-quality food. Now, you said this was a stage 2 mast cell tumor. What location was it? The upper part of her leg where it attaches to kind of the body on the inside of the right front leg. Mm, okay. All righty. Um, so I guess the, the bottom line when we talk about mast cell tumors, uh, the first thing is that, uh, for those that don't know, mast cells are inflammatory cells that are present in dogs' tissues. And um, when we develop a tumorous growth of these, um, they can be very unpredictable. And there's different ways we classify mast cell tumors. So a grade one is the best one to have. It's the most benign. So once you remove it and it's completely removed, usually in a good, good position. Grade threes are by far more serious. They can metastasize in about 25% of the cases may require chemotherapy, radiation therapy, follow-up surgeries, all of that. So a grade two falls smack dab in the middle, and that's the problem. Uh, we don't know and we can't predict how each individual pet's um, tumor is going to necessarily behave. So there are some things that we look at as far as um, one thing to ask your veterinarian is things like the mitotic index, which tells us a little bit about the cells and how they were described on the biopsy report. Um, so if I have a mast cell yeah, tumor that has... they said that they didn't look like they were active. Okay. I don't think she had a whole lot of concern, but this is my best buddy here, and I just I just want to make sure that, you know, I continue doing the best I can for her um, sure. on that. And, and I'm following my, my vet's instructions, and I'm just keeping an, an eye on her, but I don't know what these tumors look like when they first start. 
Okay. And, well, um, I'm going to go back to the grade twos and how sometimes this can be really confusing because there isn't an absolute answer in what we need to do to prevent these. There's not always a lot of clear answers on this. So um, a lot of people, we just kind of throw out all the options of whether we pursue chemotherapy. Um, the drug you may have been thinking about or you read about was one called Palladia, which um, is a type of inhibitor for um, mast cell tumors to help with uh, the metastasis that they can have or with the more aggressive forms of it. So there's a lot of arsenal, uh, things in our arsenal. We don't always pull them out for a grade two because if it's a low mitotic index and we feel comfortable about where it was located and how well it was removed, we may just sit back and say monitoring, um, checking lymph nodes and regular vet checks may be the best way to go there. So you did ask about what other things like nutrition and and supplements and so forth. And, you know, this is a tough area because there's not a lot of absolute studies. There are some general recommendations that um, some folks that are that dabble in holistic veterinary medicine will advise and in those I'll be honest I, I don't particularly use a lot of the alternative therapies, but I do know that the flavonoids, um, the different um, plant extracts, the tea extracts, those type of things are used, um, as well as things like vitamin C, high doses of fatty acids, and even things like the uh, um, the, the turmeric, the, uh, the spice. There's an extract that they'll use for in the hopes of decreasing inflammation related to mast cell tumors and, and hopefully to help prevent their progression. But I'll be honest, you know, I, it's one of those things that will it help? Maybe. Um, but how are we going to prove that? I don't know. Um, so you might check with your veterinarian if they have an herbalist or holistic veterinarian. If you want to dabble into that, um, you know, I'd say that we need a little bit more direction in that avenue. But for me, I can tell you uh, one of my babies had a mast cell tumor, and that's the scariest thing is you have to watch and you have to be very vigilant. What we watch for is really any skin growth is suspect. Mast cell tumors are the great impersonators. They can look like a mole. But there are many dogs that have mast cell tumors that are undiagnosed because the pet parent says, oh, he's had it for years. It's nothing. It hasn't grown a lot. And that is the great mystery with the mast cell tumors, why some of them are so quiet and sit there, and then some can be very aggressive. So really, for me, I'd say for you, I would recommend any skin lump or bump. The best thing is to have a needle biopsy, a quick um, inpatient test done, and um, they can look at that and see if there's any suspect of mast cell tumor and jump on that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Good luck with that, Sue. We appreciate your call today. Well, I guess that's all the time we have for today's show. I want to thank Joanne Worley, who is very much alive, for joining us today as well as, and I I promise I won't ask that anymore if our guests are alive. Thank you. I want to thank Lee Day, who certainly was entertaining. Uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, was very entertained by Lee Day. She was. Uh, Visit us over at the Facebook page at Animal Radio or email us the old-fashioned way at your voice at AnimalRadio.com or tweet us at Animal Radio. Don't forget to visit Dr. Debbie's Facebook page too and go like that. She has a brand new book out. It's a, it's an ebook, is that correct? It's an ebook. Yes, it's by 101 Publishing. It's called Yorkshire Terriers: How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. Ooh. So check it out. Oh. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.